0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DDW, void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
0: 18
2: plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Listen to Our
4: Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go! This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSEN.
0: Okay, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. If you're in Vegas, stop by an MGM property. Bring your state issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. Got to be 21 years or older. It's 1 800 Gambler if you have an issue. All season long, of course, Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher, Happy New Year's Eve. All season long, the host of Bet Prep, Matt Eumans, has joined us circa Invitational. So, here's one thing I will say. I got a text from Felica as we say hi to Matt humans and happy new year's Eve. I got a text from Felica and he said this, he's going to win the 25 grand. If he goes five and five over the next two weeks, Kazarian from ESPN would
3: have to go eight and two to beat him. Can you corroborate? Uh, That's correct. Uh, So Chris Felica is a math major. He has figured that out. Yeah. So he's (laughs) essentially got a two and a half game lead on Doug because of the tiebreaker. And, um, uh, the bear is in the driver's seat right now. The clear favorite to win the circa Friday football invitational. Things have been you going know, his it, way, you know, and uh, he's twelve and four on his best bets. Gotta give him credit. Uh, he's um, he's been seeing the board really well, especially in college football the entire season.
4: You know, it's really been impressive. As hard as it is in pro football, as you know, but in this week I I I, I have kept track of everybody's picks for the the whole entire <laughs> thing, and. You know, they, they, they all have, diff- like, Doug's on Georgia, and, and the Bears stayed away from pretty much all the college games except for Kansas State, you know, and, and Doug's on over and under totals, which you guys can do in the contest. So it's kind of interesting how they're not even they're, – they're staying away from one another on all the bets because there is so many options out there for them, pro
3: and college, and over and under totals. Yeah, I thought it was odd that Bears sent me his picks, and he's got four NFL plays this week and only one college game. And uh, the Bear and Kazarian are opposite on the Kansas State Alabama game as a best bet. Uh, the Bears got K State. Doug's got Alabama. Uh, as his yeah, best bet. A, so, that's a that's yeah. a pick. Once somebody's going to pick up, uh, that could be the end of it right there too. Yeah, it's, it could be. If K State covers, that's probably going to it's going to make it tough for Doug to um, overcome that deficit. But uh, I, I thought it was strange. that... Uh, the Bear did not pick more college games, but he, he sent me a text and said I, I hate the college games this week, which I found surprising.
0: And yeah, he I think he t- I think he locked in Kansas State at seven, and now we've seen that number jump up seven and a half. We've seen a couple of eights floating around there
3: as well with Alabama Lane and Matt. Well, it's eight right behind me here at Circus Sports, so uh, gotcha. I'm, I'm not surprised by that. It's uh that number was as low as two and a half, and then you had the announcement that Bryce Young and Will Anderson are gonna play. It's been steadily climbing. And uh, people tend to bet the favorites on game day. And um, there has been there was some sharp money on Alabama to drive it up to seven. But if you're betting Bama and laying more than seven at this point, that's not sharp money.
4: Yeah, that's probably – you know, you could have gotten in a lot earlier. That's right. why I was so surprised. It was – as I asked Jick-Jack, I mean, I, I assumed the number was posted because they didn't think Young was going to play, you know, and, and, and now that he is playing. And what is his – and obviously – just listening to Nick's commentary, Matt, about how he feels like this has been their best bowl prep, that, that all the guys that have sucked the energy out of the program
3: this year <laughs> are no longer in the program. So we'll see if that translates on the field. Yeah, and this is a well-coached K-State team, too, that's legit. You now, TCU's in the playoff, and when uh, K-State played the Horn Frogs in Fort Worth in the regular season, K-State was up 28-10. to 10. His top two quarterbacks went down with injuries, and the third stringer came in and threw a pick on his first pass, and that led to uh, TCU's big comeback. So uh, the quarterbacks are healthy now for K-State. It's um, Deuce Vaughn's one of the best running backs in the country. I think this is going to be a really competitive game, even with Bryce Young and Will Anderson playing. And, Michael, the last thought on this is there's speculation out there that Young and Anderson might not play four quarters. I think that's nonsense. If you're going yeah, right. to opt in and say, I'm going to come back and I'm going to play in this bowl game, you're coming back to play in the bowl game to win. You're coming back to play four quarters. Why would you come back to play two? I don't I don't uh, agree with that. I,
4: I, I don't understand that. Now, I, if the game's out of hand, i right. get them taking them out, right? But yeah. like, No, and, and what we were told was NIL money is why they're playing, right? I think this is the motivation. I mean, they've kind of got part of their NIL package is this game too. So... You know, I, I can't imagine that they're just, oh, we're winning and we're going to take this thing out. So, yeah, I, 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 I would be very disappointed if the players removed. Look, I haven't thought – to me, I'd be interested what you think. I don't think Will Anderson dominated like he did two years ago. Like, I thought he was going through the motions this
3: year a little bit. I didn't think he had the kind of year he needed to have. Well, you're right. And the, the sack numbers and the tackles uh, for loss numbers reflect that. He was not the dominant force he was before – but I still believe both those guys will be top five picks. Yeah.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Are yeah. you a Bryce Young guy? Now, I uh, think the true measurement's probably closer to five, 10 and a half, 5'11", smaller than he even looks on TV. Where do you stand on the quarterback? Well,
3: it's a, he's an interesting prospect because he, he's not much of a runner, really. He is uh, somewhat elusive in the pocket. I, I think his greatest asset is he's got an incredibly high football IQ. Great, ins- great instincts, and uh, he's an accurate passer. I like him, uh, but I also look at the quarterbacks who are coming out in 2023 and 2024, and he would not be uh, one of my top three-rated quarterbacks. I think the 24 class is going to be loaded. Uh, so, But as far as the 23 draft goes, you take Bryce Young. If you're a team like the Texans, uh, you can't go wrong. I think you have to do something like that. What I
4: worry about, Matt, is he's not a big man. Right, and, small, you know, We built. are now on, we're 64 quarterbacks. <clears throat> it's the most since the strike year in 87 that 64 different players will play quarterback in the National Football League this year. I mean, that that's a powerful, That that, that that's a lot of problems there.
3: Yeah, it's a big number. We got two more this week, right? David Blau just signed two weeks ago by the Cardinals is going to start. Arizona he's number 64 that's a record for a non-strike season so there's definitely a lack of quality quarterbacks in the NFL but uh, you know I do like Bryce Young I like like Michael said I've, I've said the whole time he's he's pretty slightly built and I wonder about his durability at the NFL level but as far as this quarterback class goes I think he's the best.
5: We
0: were having a little fun with Iowa-Kentucky just because the total. No doubt. If, 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 I, for, <laughs> if I forced you here, it's Iowa laying three, Kentucky, of course, no Will Levis. Uh, the total is, was 30 and a half at one shop. Now it's 31 and a half at most shops. If I forced you on that
3: total, what way would you go? Under. Um, <laughs> so these teams played, this is ironic, these teams played in the bowl game last year. And it was a Wild West shootout that Kentucky won 20 to 17. Mm. uh-huh, so mm. I, I think this year it's going to be something like uh 16 to 10. I you know I, I would lean under. I don't have a bet on this game, and uh, I wouldn't recommend anything here, but you asked me, so that would be my answer. I, I would have well, I... I, I probably would have played Iowa at less than three, and uh, you could bet under 31 and a half right now at circa. Let me ask you
0: about a game that I know you do have a bet on. That's Tulane. That's coming up on the second. Remember, no New Year's Day games this year. They don't want to go up against the NFL. Tulane-USC. Uh, USC's Lane. the two right now. Fritz has done an amazing job with the program, and Spears is a tremendous running back. I think
3: you are on the green wave here, correct? I am. I, I took Tulane plus two. You got a big-time running back. And you've, like you said, Willie Fritz did a really good job coaching this team. You got, a lot of times these bowl games come, come down to it's cliche, motivation, uh, but the, the green wave going to be sky high to play in this Cotton Bowl. And USC, it's got to be a little bit depressing to be in this bowl game when you were this close to being in the playoff. And you got beat down 44-7 by Utah after you had an early lead. Plus, Caleb Williams, a Heisman winner. He's got a hamstring issue. Uh, he says he's going to go. I'm not completely buying that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out on the field before the game, says I can't go, and he doesn't start. Or... He doesn't play four quarters. I think Bryce Young's going to be in it to play four. I'm not sure Taylor Williams is going to finish that game. I do like TCU. That's the team that really wants to be there.
4: Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, this is TCU's Super Bowl, and they're good. Tulane, sorry. Tulane, I I, I agree with that. I mean, to me, this is like like, I don't think USC ever could ever imagine Tulane is really a good team. Even though the tape tells them they're a good team, I think it's hard for those kids. Oh, we're playing Tulane. This isn't going to be that hard. Watch them. Just watch their, their offense. Their offense is awesome. Yep. Their it's offense is so
3: good. Yeah, Patrick offense, totally loves a Tulane offense. will take it. it easy,
0: humans. I'm Go just on. trying to help the conversation along. Awesome.
3: My goodness, you kill me every week.
5: 35.2 okay,
0: points per game. That's what Patrick told me. Thank, thank you yeah. very much. Thank you for fact-checking me, Mr. Grumpy. You like lane <laughs> two with Utah, Penn yeah. State. We both agree with you. I know that'll
3: frustrate you. I'm on your side here, but I do no. like Utah as well. What that do you it got? doesn't frustrate me at all. You know what <laughs> frustrates me is having a half hour sleep, no breakfast, and I come in here and I got these spotlights right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll get we over We got to get some more. breakfast. You look like I mean, Ryan Gosling. I thought it was Ryan Gosling we who stepped into the studio. got to get some breakfast, my man. I know. I'll get breakfast right after the show. Uh, I, I do like Utah. The Utes were in the Rose Bowl last year. Kyle Whittingham wants to win this game badly. Cameron Rising was a quarterback in that game a year ago. Utah had four separate 14-point leads. Rising went down with an injury. Ohio State came back, won the game by three. I think it was 48 to 45. This Penn State team is not as talented as last year's Ohio State team. And um, I'll take Rising over um, Sean Clifford, and I'll take Whittingham over uh, James Franklin. I think Utah is going to be really uh, fired up to play in this game in Pasadena.
4: I think so, too. I'm excited for it. I think people, you can't underestimate Utah's toughness either. Right. You know, everybody thinks they're a Pac-12 team, but they're tough. I mean, they have Big Ten toughness, if you will. And we'll see if Penn State does. And, you know, I, I agree with you. Clifford and James Franklin against Whittingham. You know, and and,
3: and the quarterback, I, I think to me, I'm going your way. Well, you said it, and I, I said that on the show last night, too. This Utah team is kind of built like a Big Ten team. They play smash-mouth yep. football, they're physical, and they beat down USC
0: okay here here's the job for our producer elliot bauman during the break go <laughs> find an orange juice and an egg mcmuffin for the big guy sitting at the desk come okay on. let's let's take care of them and dim the lights a little bit Jeez, it's new year's eve when we come back the semis right now you've got ohio state georgia georgia lane six tcu michigan i see a shop at eight most shops sitting seven and a half we'll get the take from of course matt humans next here at lombardi line presented by betmgm
1: 18- Plus.
2: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm-hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And... When What's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VCN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay, exciting news, Our betting splits are updated every 10 minutes directly from DraftKings, part of the Pro Tools when you become a VEASAN Pro. It's a whale of a deal. Check it out, slash subscribe Money and bets for every game. Today's games and future events, get the betting splits when you become a pro, slash subscribe You can hear live reads from Matt Humans on bet prep on Fridays and Saturdays. Of course, he joins us here on the Lombardi line. I'd, I'd pay just to hear the humans live reads. By the way, uh, the, the daily newsletter, which our buddy Bill A.D. puts out, he does his best Mitch album every single day and kills it. I noticed that he hunted you down for a preview of Georgia, Ohio State. Can you take us behind the scenes, how he contacts you, and how annoying it is for you to have to write
3: these every day? Well, it's not annoying at all. I actually put those write-ups up on the website. Patrick, don't be so grumpy. You know, it's not... It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs>
4: happy to <laughs> remember,
3: Hello,
0: remember when i asked you if putting together the betting guide was a pain in the you know what and you shot back you said that's the best time i've ever had no you had a great write up on georgia geez. and ohio state yesterday that was sitting six and a half mm-hmm. and just across the board it went to six so that's where we sit right now were you surprised by that half point move down
3: yeah we did separate write-ups on every bowl game and we posted at uh vsun.com i did a bunch of those so um this this is an interesting game here too because uh I know sharps on both sides of it. I actually took, I was waiting for this to move to seven. I I thought we were going to get seven with the Buckeyes. It's at six and a half and some sharp groups moved, at least one sharp group moved on uh, Ohio State plus six and a half. And then that kind of causes a domino effect where other groups are afraid they're going to miss the six and a half. So they start playing it and it drops to six. If you wait till game day, the public might bet this up to seven. You know, it's a cat and mouse type of game. I, I had to buy Ohio State up from 6.5 to plus 7 at minus 135. I, I like the Buckeyes here. I have some concerns with them too, but uh, you know they're playing with house money here. They kind of got a, a free shot, a second opportunity to be in the playoff. I'm not sure they deserve it after getting blown out in the fourth quarter on their home field, uh, but an underdog seeking redemption like this can be dangerous. They're going to let it fly, cut it loose, all those cliches here, and – I don't think they're as bad as they looked in the fourth quarter against Michigan. Gave up a bunch of big plays. Uh, I don't think this Georgia team is at the level it was a year ago either. So I I do believe the Buckeyes are going to be in this for four quarters. Their offense is going to be able to move the football in Georgia. I know Carl Johnson thought LSU was going to be able to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. But LSU did rack up about 500 yards passing in that game. Mm-hmm. And that's why where how I think the Buckeyes are going to be able to move the ball against Georgia today. So I, I expect a, a competitive game. A lot of times we get blowouts in these playoff games. I think this is going to be a really good one. So I took seven with the Buckeyes.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you take the Buckeyes, you're saying what you basically said there, Matt, is that the Ohio State's going to throw the ball, that the one area of weakness is in this Georgia secondary. And they don't get a lot of pressure on the passer. So they, you know, they don't rank highly in that category, and there is opportunities to throw the ball. But I, my question is, can Ohio State match up physically to the toughness of what this Ohio of, of mm-hmm. what this uh, Georgia offense is, the way they run it, the throw it? I mean, I'm not a Stetson Bennett fan. I would typically be all over Georgia, all over Ohio State here because of the quarterback matchup. But I've I've I've
3: actually seen Bennett get better. Oh, you're right about that he, because. The perception for a while was he was just a game manager. I've, If you go back to the Alabama game in the national championship a year ago, he started to make some plays. He made some big-time throws in that game, and I think it gave him a lot of confidence. And he's taking more chances and uh, making more plays this year. So, yeah, I, I think he's improved as well. And um, if the Ohio State offensive line can give uh, C.J. Stroud some time, Buckeyes are going to be dangerous in this game. By the way, they've been favored in 25 consecutive games uh, going into today. Ohio wow. State.
4: You, uh, Patrick, I want to ask Matt one quick
3: thing. Sure. Does, does Ryan Day in a big game worry you? A uh, l- little bit worried about Ryan Day, even though I think some of the pressure's off him here. Uh, because, like I said, you play, you're kind of playing with nothing nothing to lose. The thing that concerns me most is the first point you made I wonder if the Buckeyes are physical enough, if they're tough enough defensively uh to get the job done because uh I thought they were you know, you know a little bit exposed especially in the Michigan game a year ago, but uh, Michael, I thought they quit uh defensively in the fourth quarter uh against Michigan last month and uh, that was disturbing.
4: Yeah, I, I and I and I think that's I think that That, to me, is what these games are about. I Mm -hmm. think these teams are talented. They wear your will out. And, you know, and like I think Michigan can wear out the will because of the depth of TCU. Can they match it? And I think Ohio State, I agree with you. I thought Michigan wore out their will. Yep.
0: You mentioned blowouts, only three of the semifinal games, so we've had 16, only three have been decided by double, uh, single digits, yep.
4: over half,
0: nine have been decided by 20 or more points. I don't know what you attribute that to, Matt.
3: Well, I, I think you've had some SEC teams like Alabama in the playoffs that are really dominant, and then you get a number four seed in there, maybe like Washington or Michigan State and uh, some teams like that that... Uh, probably don't deserve to be on the same field with Bama. And that's why you, you get a lot of blowouts, I think, in, in some of these games. Think about LSU, how good that 2019 LSU team was uh, that blew out Clemson. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of cyclical, too. And um, Michael's seen it uh, over the years in the Super Bowl. We had a we had a long stretch of blowouts in the Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden, yeah. we have several years where we have tight, close Super Bowls. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you overthink overthinking it. It doesn't really make sense. But... Uh, I think if there's a blowout today, it's probably going to be Michigan over TCU. Even though I'm not really predicting that, I don't have a a bet on Michigan. Uh, I think Max Duggan's the best quarterback that uh, the Michigan defense has faced this season, and it's a Wolverines defense that does bend. It doesn't really break much, but it does bend. Michigan allowed 456 total yards to Purdue in that Big Ten title game. Was outgained by about 80 yards. If you look inside the box score, you say, how did Michigan win that by 21 points? So, yeah. uh, you know, I think there's a chance if Max Duggan can play Superman today, the TCU's got a shot.
4: I mean, but Michigan's got that ability just to wear you down offensively. Right. And then, like in the Purdue game, you get desperate and you make a mistake and next thing you know. I mean, but this is what Michigan's weird, right? So, seven, you know, they're in these tight games and all of a sudden they become blowouts. You know, I mean, they're Ooh. in a tight game with Indiana and they blew them out. They're Rutgers. in a tight game with – Rutgers and they blow them out it's just to me they wear you down they just they're just m- more physically dominating play after play and I think look I think TCU is a great story but we know TCU is going
3: to struggle to stop the run I yeah. mean look what Texas did to them well you know what that's a good point that you might might want to think about if it's a tight game at the half you might want to bet Michigan in the second half maybe Michigan's uh, physical running game makes the Wolverines a good bet in the second half of that game today that's something to watch
0: yeah Michigan yep. doesn't break in the red zone. twenty to twenty you can move the football. They do a pretty good job tightening up in the red zone. By the way, you talked about Clemson and some of these semifinal teams that have been outclassed. How about Clemson was outclassed by Tennessee last night? Tennessee was a better uh, team.
3: yeah, that was you know there was a flood of sharp money that showed up on Tennessee yesterday, and Derek Stevens said they took a bunch of money on Tennessee here at circa, and that was no doubt the right side um uh, Abbo Sweeney's kind of lost his magic touch here. This uh, Clemson yeah. team we thought was a little bit phony this season really got exposed in that game. You make the quarterback s- switch to Cade Klubnik, and it doesn't matter. The Clemson offense ran 100 plays in that game last night, 100, and scored 14 points. Uh, that's so, impossible yeah, that's, that's a that's, hard thing to accomplish that's though. hard to do Yeah, <laughs>
0: Klubnik, Klubnik was struggling he does not look natural in the pocket at all of course we know he's a runner uh, but they had Milton and Milton outclassed him of course and for Hooker yesterday okay uh, before we say goodbye so again you don't have an official
3: play TCU Michigan is that fair? Uh, that's fair as of right now I'll probably in game play it or I'll make some sort of bet during the game and and where you are you going to watch like the games? Are you
4: staying at the circuit? You staying at circuit
3: to we'll watch them? St- staying at circuit all weekend. We'll be out here in Derek Stevens' box. Uh, you know he's a oh. Michigan guy, so um, I probably don't want to bet on TCU and sit next to him during the game. Yeah. Are you prepared
0: for New Year's Eve with Derek Stevens? Like, are you going to have some Gatorade or what? Like, how do you prepare for that
3: tonight? Well, I'm going to be doing a three hour NFL preview show from six to nine here at Circuit tonight, and then uh, after that, the drinks start. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the game plan for tonight.
0: Good for that you. is good for that you. is dangerous and good for you. And sincerely, thanks for joining us all season. Of course, bet prep coming up tonight, and then it's on. Like, where will you guys go for like when when you ring in the new year tonight at Circa? Where will you be? Uh, I
3: don't know. Actually, there's there's the a, yeah, there a lot of different. Oh, th- yeah, there's a lot of. I don't know if it's going to be Mega Bar, if it's going to be uh, on the roof. Who knows? Derek Stevens could be the Legacy Club up top. Derek's Derek's always uh, got things uh, planned out. Hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about the NFL card, but I think it's a really interesting card this week. And uh, how about what happened with the Raiders? The Derek Carr era is history. And um, Mm. I did play the Raiders plus 10 in a contest uh, this week. I thought that line move was a little bit of an overreaction. And I actually think that uh, Josh McDaniels is going to call a good game for Jarrett Stidham on Sunday he's got a lot of weapons around him and the San Francisco 49ers don't have a lot to play for in that game I I think that's an interesting game
0: again you're more than welcome to stick around if you want to hang out with us for another
3: segment would you like to or no do you have a guest next Thomas Gable yes all right leave it to Thomas I'll go eat breakfast (laughs) he just blew us off happy new year's Matt Uvitz happy Happy coming back with Gable next
4: Listening to the Lombardi line on V Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay, BetMGM is offering college football fans a chance to make the semifinals more exciting than ever. Just log into your BetMGM account today, place a $25 semifinal parlay consisting of all spread bets, and you'll receive a $10 free bet just for placing the bet. New to betting at BetMGM? Well, it's easy. Just download the app and sign up now to jump in on the action with this special offer. Find out why college football fans choose the king of sportsbooks Again, it's going to be exciting. Place a $25 semifinal parlay consisting of all the spread bets and you'll receive a $10 free bet. Check it out. Reward issued as a non-withdrawable free bet. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available. Mississippi, Nevada or New York. As we welcome you back here, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is v the sports Betting Network. Happy New Year's Eve. I'm Patrick Maher. We just had Matt Eumanns on. We're going to be joined by our partner, Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sportsbook there at the Borgata. I can tell you that officially, how many did you send me? You just sent me another add-on. So I think you sent five yeah. total plays in college basketball today for Vsin Pros. Is that the
1: answer? That might have been Thomas six Gable? with Bryant there. Bryant might have been okay. six.
4: Wow! But you like you like the board today, then, huh?
1: Big big board on college basketball today. Big board on college
4: basketball today, huh? Wow. Okay, officially
0: six plays from Thomas Gable College Basketball for VEASAN Pros. Remember, you get all those plays when you sign up. com slash subscribe. That's awesome. Uh, In other news, the Lombardis and Bermans brought the new year in last night. Some breaking news. Earth, Wind, and Fire was on the docket. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata last night. Tell us. Went
4: over there. My man, Thomas Gable, we met him for a cocktail over there. Earth, Wind, and Fire at the Hard Rock Casino. That they it's it was good. It was a nice night. We got war you know, it's from last week's bitter, bitter cold. I mean, how cold was it, right? Very So now we got fifty degree days. I yeah. mean it's like it's a dramatic change. It's just so dramatically different. So which is not gonna impact I don't the rain might impact a little bit. We're getting a bunch of rain today, but I don't think the weather's gonna impact the NFL this weekend I, at all. I didn't intend to show last night with you guys, but did Berman get up on stage? Yeah, no, he was not up <laughs> on the stage. Although the bass guitar player in Earth, Wind and Fire, one of the original members, had a pair of red pants that I think we got to get Berman to no, wear. No. Yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, that's a lock. We gotta get those. Speaking
0: yeah. of drama, uh, how about tell us what happened there in the state of Jersey with Purdue and LSU yesterday, Thomas yeah. Gable? Very interesting.
1: Right. So obviously Purdue and L S U are facing off Monday in the Citrus Bowl. Uh and Yesterday we were uh, notified by the regulators uh, in the state of New Jersey that we had to take that game off the board, uh, cease taking wagers on it, and uh, we actually have to refund uh, wagers. For any wagers made on that game from December 15th or later will have to be refunded. We've already done that. Uh, if you made the bet before December 15th on that game, uh, it could still stand uh, per the Division of Game Enforcement in New Jersey. This is. Uh, a decision that they came uh, they came about with, uh, I would say it probably has to do with a certain former New Orleans Saints quarterback who now is on the Purdue sideline for this game and the fact that he probably still has a, an equity stake in a certain sports book uh, in the state, which is what led the, the regulators to make that decision. So if you already bet that game in the state of New Jersey check with your sports book uh, but refund will have to be issued per the regulator if you bet it after December 15th and you can't bet it now anyways you're moving and forward, if
4: so. you made it part of a teaser option if, if you bet well, part of a parlay
1: or uh, a teaser or anything like that obviously that leg will just drop off the, the parlay you. so
4: okay.
0: good to know and you mentioned it was a certain player Michael Lombardi I, I think we can say it's Drew Brees' involvement with a certain entity is that is that fair Thomas?
1: Yeah. I mean, they did not name the person. Uh, the the DG did not name the person, but, but <laughs> certainly when you're reading between the lines and the dates that they
4: gave, uh, you it, can come it's to that only
1: conclusion. only effective.
4: Only New Jersey felt that way. The other Yeah. So didn't.
1: right now, it's only, as far as I know, New Jersey's only state that the regulators are the only ones that took that action. Now, could that go to another state? Possibly. Because... Uh, You know, I think regulators at every state will probably take a look at what that decision was and say, well, are we going to do the same thing here? But as of right now, I think the only state affected is New Jersey. So, again, if you're if you're here in this state, you're you're not going to be able to bet the Citrus Bowl for Monday.
0: Wow. Michael, Georgia just went to five and a half. Okay, so this is, you know, in our little world, this is big news because we just dropped below that key number of six down to five and a half. So to start us there, Ohio State, Georgia, yesterday it was six and a half. We've dipped all the way down to five and a half here, Thomas Gable.
1: Right. So what what we saw yesterday really was there was a couple respected uh, players and uh, that jumped on the uh, the six and a half there with Ohio State. Uh, lowered the, the number to six. I think even I know there's uh, some respected players who grab money line I have a plus 210 uh, on Ohio State and I think you know a couple things there you, some people probably saw some books move there and, and jumped and uh, so it created a little bit of steam there on Ohio State and now again uh, you're, you're seeing uh, probably some respected money come in there on Ohio State plus the six so uh, lowers the number once again. This is a game here that I was, I was saying to you this morning. I don't necessarily foresee this, this game, the number really even mattering too much in this because I, if Ohio State's going to be competitive in this, I think they're, they have a chance to win it out, right? So, you, yeah, grab the money line, and, or Georgia's going to blow them out.
4: So talk about what we were talking about with, with a couple of the guys here that, that do this for a living, that there's a way to make money if you believe the premise is true. Yeah. What should a better do?
1: Well, if you could have grabbed guarantee. the, if you could have grabbed, you know, plus two ten uh, w- or better on Ohio State money line, and then you, you can come back and bet Georgia on the spread. So right, right there, but you know that's what they were
4: talking about this morning. Yeah, so that's a way to make guarantee yourself a profit. Aren't you,
0: Michael, aren't you surprised here? I mean, it's Georgia yeah, defending yeah. champs. They haven't shown a weakness, to be fair. Ohio State a month ago got blown out by Michigan at home, yet we've seen it dip to five and a half. Again, if you do like six, bet MGM, DraftKings, you can find a six, but if you want to lay Ohio State, you can find a five and a half. And aren't you a little surprised, Michael?
4: I think it's the matchup right i mean ohio state can throw the football georgia does have a propensity to give up passing although you know tennessee would deny that that happened i mean tennessee couldn't throw the ball that effectively on them and missouri kind of made some plays but even when you were watching the missouri game missouri was never going to win that game even though they had a lead i don't think i don't think georgia played their best and so to me i think this is a little bit like are you saying kirby's not going to have a plan for the ohio state (laughs) offense I, I I don't know. I I don't understand it. I I don't get it, Thomas, do you? No. no I think it, I think you hit the nail on the head with the with
1: Ohio State. It's, you know, they're going to have to throw the ball and that's where Georgia has been susceptible in the past, but again, when you looked at Ohio State uh and what they did, I, a lot of people pointed at Michigan game because that's Michigan was a tough physical team and Ohio State really didn't see anyone play with that physicality up until that point when they, when they, and we saw what happened in there and Georgia obviously can, can match that physicality. So that's um, the point.
0: That is the uh, point. Michigan and Georgia, the probably the two most physical teams in the country. Like Michael says, like Michigan, Georgia's right there. I think the second half, Georgia wears them down. Interested to see that number going. Sorry to interrupt you. I only have two and a half minutes, so I want to get to TCU, Michigan with you. I'm seeing mostly seven and a half. So with Michigan, how about at the Borgata?
1: Yeah, 7.5, total 57.5, and, a half, and uh, mostly Michigan money here. Uh, I will say this real quick on the totals. If you're looking to play a total, in this, uh, don't look at the trends of what you've seen so far in bowl season. Uh, I know it's tempting when you see all of these unders that have come in at a, at a nice rate through, throughout the bowl games that have already been played, but this is a totally different handicap with these two games. You have to remember, with with a lot of these other bowl games, you had a lot of kids opting out, the yep. draft prospects, enter the transfer portal, coaching changes. So you had a lot of teams that were playing second and third string guys that weren't ever taking first team reps during the season. So what that turned into was almost an exhibition game for, for a lot of these programs. And what do you see in exhibition and preseason games? You see unders come in. Right. This, these two games here for the, for the playoffs today, they're not, they're not that. So don't look at that trend of the unders and say, okay, well, you know, the unders have been hitting
4: handicap these games separately yeah I agree that's a great point I think that great this job, is Thomas. at least yeah this is the matchup that you know we think that we know these these are two situations we know we can control the other games we have no idea about the level of is Riesling gonna Cam Riesling gonna is he playing you know is it, 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 all Caleb Jackson all these guys gonna play Caleb Williams I mean all we don't know this game we know
0: You know, it's interesting, like, for example, TCU, Quinton Johnson, their wide receiver, if he was on Michigan, he'd be their best player on offense. So it's not like TCU doesn't have talent, Michael. You know what I'm saying? It's not this almost David Goliath situation. TCU's very talented. They've been tested all year. Uh, Seven and a half's a big number, but again, Michigan... Coming off that, what, 45 23 beatdown at Ohio State, really rolling but right now, especially TCU's with that run. TCU's a
4: little bit like the Minnesota Vikings, they, they, they've won a lot of clubs. Yep, okay. And, you know, that that's contagious. You just don't know when that level of comp increases. Can that happen?
0: 8 and 1 in games decided by 10 points or less, TCU, to Michael's point. Thomas, a very happy new year. Thank you for all you do for us here yep. Thanks, on TG. the Lombardi Line. Now happy for your year, years. Guys. We appreciate you. Yes.
1: Happy New Year, guys.
0: Thank you very much. The Borgata, of course, he runs the race in Sportsbook. Again, just to reiterate, he's got six college basketball plays today. The only way to get those plays is become a pro. It's vcin.com slash subscribe.
4: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VCN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay, Brent Musburger, and happy new year to you and your family. Get $10 free when you sign up right now for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for 10 bucks free instantly. Plus, you get 100% matched deposit on up to 200 bucks over at First Bet. With wagering out over 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, it's all there. For more details, go to vcen.com slash horses to sign up now. That's vcen.com slash horses. Uh, speaking of family, our family, JVT and Danny are coming up next. It looks like JVT, so we should bet this as a family and as a network. He's going Iowa, Kentucky over the 31 and a half. Michael, you're laughing because we were talking to her in the break. I agree with Jonathan Vontobel. I can't get down on an under 31 and a half when there's so much variance and volatility with turnovers and who's in, who's out. That's a low total to be pulling for there, 31 and a half.
4: Yeah, and I mean, look, look I know that Kirk Ferentz and the Ohio Iowa program's conservative, so is Mark Stoops in Kentucky, but it's a ball game. I can't imagine they're not going to try to let it, cut it loose a little bit and have a little bit of fun and do that, you know? I just that's, think, to me, that's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> that's a sweat. That's a sweat. I don't want to be involved in 31-and-a-half Pulling for the under. Okay, outside of that today, Kansas State, Alabama. I'll start there with you. You've been kind of shocked as far as Bryce Young and Will Anderson. What Matt Eumann said to me, I totally agree with him. doesn't make a ton of sense. If you're going to play the game, you're going to play the whole game. You're risking injury because right. he heard reports that they weren't. Those two weren't going to play the full game. You've got Bama laying seven and a half and a big total here, 57 and a half.
4: You know, I know everybody lo- – I, I just think to me when I read what Nick said today about where he feels, and, and obviously he's going to do some things to the program, uh, but I think as Bryce Young's last game, I think they want to go out as a winner, and I think they'll cover. I, I would take Alabama and lay the points. I really do. I would be surprised. You give. I mean, I think Chick Jack said it well. You give Nick Saban a month to get ready to play you? I think he'll be ready to go. I think his defense will be ready to go. But I do think that, you know, I think their offense will be ready to go. And I think if you watch some of the, I mean, the the Texas game, you can run the ball on this TCU team. Excuse me, this Kansas State team's good. Now, they've got to play really well in the kicking game. I think that's going to be key for Alabama. But I would lay the points and take Alabama.
0: Kansas State, this is a national championship for them, playing not just an SEC team, but playing Bama. So a huge stage for Kansas State, opportunity for recruiting. Speaking of recruiting, you mentioned Nick Saban feels like he weeded out those guys and maybe some of the bad apples through the transfer yeah. portal that didn't want to be there. Is motivation high for Bama? Well, the number one draft pick, and possibly, and Bryce Young is going to be playing and Will Anderson, a top five pick. So that tells you yeah. what it means to the program.
4: And I think he's gotten rid of the distractions. So, who's ever playing in this game is going to be on the team next year. And I think they have to play good, right? Like, the, all the guys that were causing, that weren't going to be on the team next year, they're gone. So, there's no infighting. So, like, either you play well or you're not going to be on. Yep. Like that, when he got killed by Oklahoma in that, in that game in the Sugar Bowl, when they weren't in the championship, the, there, was, there was no transfer portal then. So, nobody could leave. So there was a lot of mis- th- discontent that, hey, this is not a game that's big enough. To me, those guys are gone now. So everybody here, you're either putting your foot on the gas because we're going to have spring ball, and you're gonna play- this game's going to determine who plays next year. So I think there is motivation for Alabama, even though everybody makes it easy to say there's not.
0: The flexibility of the portal certainly has changed the landscape, Michael Lombardi, of college football. That's a conversation for another day. Ohio State, Georgia, you take a look at your board, we're getting five and a halfs everywhere. I, for one, am surprised by this. Georgia's five and a half here. It's going to be played, of course, in Atlanta. What do you have, Ohio State, Georgia?
4: I mean, the one thing I've learned about college football this year is wherever there's been steam, it hasn't really worked out very well. And there's a ton of steam on Ohio State. I, I, I mean, I am... Maybe too conservative because I think is good. I think there's some vulnerability here. I really do. But when the number was seven and I wasn't in love with it, why would I take the five? I, I'll, I'll take the Georgia and lay the points. Again, I think Kirby's smart against Ryan Day. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch and make notes of uh, to see how they adjust it. I don't really know if Day can adjust it enough to be able to win the game.
0: I'm with you. I'll fade Matt Eumanns with you as well. I'll lay the five and a half. I'll get a good price with Georgia close to game time here. By the way, Felika's play of the day. We mentioned him earlier. He is on Kansas state today just for betters. Wanted to get that out to you. TCU, what Michigan was number
4: at Kansas state. I think it's six he and actually a half. Had him half seven. Seven. It was seven. He had him at seven. seven. So right.
0: he yeah. can catch a, He can catch a hook now at seven and a half feels better about yeah. his bet. So for betters, Felica ESPN, Fox sports, he's all over Kansas state today with his best bet. TCU, Michigan, it's seven and a half, Michael. Michigan's laying it.
4: I like Michigan. I think Michigan. I, I know they're vulnerable in the secondary. I think this will. I think the over is going to be a little bit in play here. I do. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a back and forth. I, but I think by the end of the game, by the fourth quarter, I think Michigan will prevail.
0: Totally agree on the over. Love the over 57. If you can find it, mostly 57 and a halfs out there. But I do see circa is sitting 57. I think there's going to be some fireworks in that one over in Phoenix. Okay, so that is the college bowl season as, again, remember, no games tomorrow because we've got uh, pro football. One thing I will say on the second, which is coming up in a couple of days of course, tomorrow's New Year's, you and I both like Utah, so let's get that out there before we transition and previews tomorrow's show. Uh, Like Utah, laying the point and a half against Penn State, correct?
4: Yeah, I I do, and I, I really do. I like Utah in that game, and I think, and there's some, there's two, there's one and a halves out there. You shop around, there's still two and a halves. So, you know, I think to me uh, I, I like it. I like it. You know, if you can get this thing at one, one and a half, I, I, I like it on the money line as well. Okay.
0: So before we take a break and say goodbye for the last time in 2021 here on the Lombardi Line. So, excuse me, did I just say 2021? See yeah. exactly how this is 2022, we say goodbye into 2023 tomorrow. We'll be here with you tomorrow morning for an NFL version of the Lombardi Line and just wanted to get some news and notes to preview that one, David Blau, who was on that Minnesota Vikings practice squad a couple of weeks ago, is in McSorley's going to be the backup here that is in Atlanta. Atlanta's up to five and a half with David Blau starting for the cardinals here
4: and that touched six right away you know right Correct. before i got ready to do russo yesterday the news broke that colt mccoy uh was out with another he was experienced more concussion symptoms so they took him out and this line jumped immediately up to six it got bought back to five and a half look i i like you know, A lot of people were on Arizona in this one, and for good reason. Colt McCoy, I mean, they took... With Trace McSorley, they took Tampa Bay, which people think are just going to walk all over Carolina tomorrow. They took, they took Tampa Bay in overtime. So, it, you know, this isn't like... They, they laid down, you know, and so without Colt McCoy, though, and David Blau, I think it becomes problematic, although this Atlanta defense is not very good. Playing at home, I, I think to me, that's why you'll see this line shift. It was interesting how quickly it went to six.
0: Just getting some previews in, and then we'll go uh, in depth. Of course, we'll have the Lombardi numbers as well tomorrow, juxtaposed with the market. I don't think Hertz is playing. He's still TBD as far as the boards he, is considered. We've got five and a half Philly laying it with New Orleans coming. That tells me Hertz isn't going to play as that number continues to dip here.
4: Is it five and a half now? Yeah, five back, and a half. Because it was Because si- it was six and a half yesterday Correct. at five o'clock. when I did Russo, and now it's back no, down it's to five. five and and a, half. a lot of. A lot of people are on new orleans this is new orleans is a sharp play just just keep aware of that new orleans is a very sharp play people feel like new orleans defensively will match up Against Gardner Minshew and they can run the ball without Lane Johnson. I think we so focused on Jalen Hurts missing the game, uh, but Lane Johnson at right tackle, him not being in there when he when he went out in the second half of the Washington game, the Wash the Eagle offense kind of stalled a little bit there. Now they've had some time to prepare for this, but not like they did in that game. But I think that's a significant injury there, and I that, that's a sharp sharp play. I think that's the games that that when you look at the board, there's a lot of. The sharp plays are, to me, where you're seeing this movement on certain teams and it's reflective in the line, and I think that's one of them.
0: Well, you know, there was six and a half when there were still some decisions to be made as far as Hurts or the backup in Minshew, and now it's down to five and a half. It tells you it's pointing to Minshew. Another quarterback decision has been made. Tyler Huntley is in for Baltimore, it was sitting two and a half yesterday. Not much of an adjustment. A couple of shops showing two. Baltimore laying it with Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett in town.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know when we're going to see, to me, the bigger question here is when are we going to see Lamar? He hasn't practiced. He hasn't practiced at all. I mean, is isn't like, you know, we know that we saw Jalen Hurts on the practice field, right? You know, we we haven't seen, we haven't seen Lamar Jackson, you know, and, and we know that if they don't win, they're the fifth seed, they're going to go play the AFC South winner, whomever that is. You know, do they get a rematch with Jacksonville, who they got beat, beat, lost to down there? Or do they have to go to Tennessee? I mean, that's going to be the interesting factor there. But they need Lamar if they're going to get anything done, Right.
0: Plenty, of course, and plenty more. They're going to be playing for the division next week in Cincinnati. Plenty more on the NFL tomorrow here on the Lombardi line. Just want to quickly, Michael, it's a pleasure, partner, working with you. I know you and Millie have the surf and turf tonight, so stay safe and enjoy it. And It really is a pleasure. Uh, Happy New Year to you, buddy.
4: Happy New Year, too. Enjoy that California sun, Patrick. We'll be all right in the rain here. Don't worry about us. (laughs) It is actually raining. Happy New Year to my man. Justin here takes care of me right here. Justin. Gets me water. You know, I I don't get much more than water, but he gets that water for me. I appreciate him.
0: And I want to say Happy New Year to Jeremy, John, Jeff, Andre, and, of course, Elliot back at Circa. Happy New Year, and thank you for all you do for us here on the Lombardi Line. JVT is on that over early today. And Danny coming up next. v the Esports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.